We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. I am enjoying the sunshine, the warm temperatures. I know my producer is sitting in a beautiful um, studio office and there's rain and it's cloudy. Wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying the beautiful weather and feeling aligned with your soul self. You know, for me, my relationship with creativity has been one of the most important ones of my life. It has healed me on a very deep level and supported me in cultivating that deeper, more aligned connection with my creator. Personally, I like painting mandalas, making jewelry. I like sewing. There are many forms and fashions of creativity, and it can support us in countless ways. Today, we're going to be talking about another form of creativity, a relationship with yarn and needles. Yes, knitting and crocheting. And according to my lovely guest and expert today, these activities are not just about making cute mittens and beautiful sweaters. Through this simple process of making loops and building stitches, we can build self-esteem through accomplishment, learn that mistakes can be done and undone, and trigger tremendous change in life, perhaps sometimes even saving life. We're here with Lee Gant. She made her way out of enormous grief and loss by virtue of this creative practice and is now a master knitter, teacher, nationally known knitwear designer, and an author. Lee has now taken her mission to the world where she has volunteered to teach young foster kids at the Boys and Girls Club and at nonprofits. She also knits with nurses from the local hospital and passes out donated preemie hats from the crafty ladies. And her new book, Love in Every Stitch, Stories of Knitting and Healing, Lee shares real-life stories about the power of knitting. A suicidal teenager crochets through pregnancy. A dying woman finds comfort in the company of knitters. A woman finds the courage to face her estranged parents. A woman going blind realizes she can still knit and experience life. Lee's book includes stories of women, men, and teens who have experienced profound change and enlightenment through this joyful and creative practice. So, Lee, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Oh, thank you for having me. So, I loved your book, especially the first chapter. I mean, I felt just such a heart connection to you, what you've gone through and where you've gotten to is so incredible, so inspirational. I'm just, I just want to say I just love you and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was a long, hard road. Um, getting all of that down, and and but I I think it probably wouldn't have been possible had I not been uh, spending a lot of time knitting, because that's kind of where everything was quieted down enough to to open up so that I could start to relive some of some of the stuff and and sort things out and figure out kind of what happened and where I came from and where I am now. So it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the knitting that I was able to to write the book. So mm-hmm. It kind of goes very in a big circle. <laughs> That's very interesting. I hadn't thought about that, uh, that part of it. Um, what I would imagine, I don't knit. I tried to crochet. I wasn't very good at it. Um, 
But what I imagine happening is that, the, you know, the brainwaves slow down. I, I'm a hypnotherapist, so we talk about the beta brainwaves, the monkey mind. And when we slow those down and go more into the alpha theta state, that's where wisdom can bubble up. That's where real healing can occur. And I would imagine as you're knitting, that's what's happening. Exactly. It, there, there's several stages, though, in beginning, beginning knitters are, are tense a lot and unsure of, of themselves as they're learning the stitches and the process. But once you become somewhat accomplished and the more often you do it, as in anything, the better you get, and then your your mind will trigger into that place of the of the deeper relaxation where you don't have to think so much about what's in front of your hands. Then you can allow yourself to to go away wherever you want to go in your head. Yeah, but but part of the part of the process too is that you're focused down on what is in your hands. So it's almost a dual activity. You get the enjoyment of watching the stitches being made and the yarn. Um, coming through your fingers, and the, and to me it's the, the construction of, of just wrapping the yarn around the sticks and exactly what's happening, because I'm a puzzle solver, so that's mm-hmm. fun for me, but, but the, it, it, and then as you get into different types of knitting, there's knitting that you have to pay attention to, so you can't really drift off to Hawaii in your head, and then there's the, what we call mindless knitting, which is simple and and repetitive and that's the kind that I actually enjoy the most because then I can just travel wherever I want to go while I'm knitting. Mm, yeah, it feels like you're so. kind of taking me there with you as you're speaking of it. Yay, good. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. To get you interested. So, <laughs> yes, it's it's awesome. So you have kind of um transferred some destructive behaviors and shifted them and healed them and transformed them into positive and creative ones. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? I spent a childhood um, very, uh, in a, very fearful, and, and I didn't know what to do with all of my energy, so I, I acted out and misbehaved, and I didn't understand um, the alcoholism that was in the family and what was wrong and I sort of made an imaginary world for myself to live in and um it wasn't a very very wise choice but I did there were no no answers to questions back then I didn't even know what questions to ask but um so I I found um a, a different place in alcohol and drugs at an early age and um Everything that I wasn't supposed to do was what I chose to do because negative attention was better than none, and um, and I I really got lost behind um, uh, depression and everything that 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 all brings with it. The um, you know I, I, I had some suicide attempts, but I don't really think that I wanted to die. I think it was just a big cry for attention. And, and help, and I um, I struggled for a lot of years trying to figure out what was wrong with me, and um, and and then I ran into this yarn shop, and the mother and daughter invited me in and gave me some yarn and needles, and <clears throat> they trusted that I that I could do something, and and I didn't for some reason I didn't want to disappoint them. 
So I, I knit the sweater they asked me to knit, and it was it was one of the best things that I ever did. Because while I was knitting, I wasn't drinking, and and I wasn't depressed, and um, there something happened that made me feel good about myself, and that was that was the first in a long time. So so I really kind of tribute the knitting to what it was that that snowballed into a into a, a more of an understanding of of what happened and 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 what to do about it. Um, I actually stumbled into all everything that happened to me. I I guess not everybody plans their future, but <laughs> I really wanted to get well, and I had no idea how. Right. So to me, I'm still surprised every day when 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 good things come my way, and I and I it's I'm still surprised at how how different I am and how, how healed and, and, um, and part of that was, was giving back as well, which wasn't ever anything I had in my plan to do. So as soon as the volunteering started a whole nother level of, of, um, feeling good about myself came Mm -hmm. with that. I'm I'm still a process. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning, but, um, but I really believe that, that the the self esteem that I got from making something with my hands and either giving it away or showing it to people and and having them say wow mm-hmm. you did it just validated um, a lot for me. Oh yeah, um, well I think we start to know ourselves on a deeper level, a, more of a soul level than just that surface level. Because on the surface right. we're all flawed, we're all mistake. Feel like you know, we make mistakes. We do. I mean, to be human is to make mistakes, but I feel like we're really here to learn the lessons of love. And, right. um, for me, that's that was, come that was the hardest well. one because mm-hmm. I never, I didn't, I didn't feel it growing up. And that's, it's not that it was my parents' fault, but it, but I, if I didn't feel it, then I didn't feel it. So, right. um, and then to turn around and learn how to, to love your own self was a, was huge. Mm. And, I think I'm almost there. <laughs> I know. I, I say that all the time. My first book's called Manifesting Love from the Inside Out. And it really is about learning to love ourselves because I, like you, did not either. And it's yeah. been a rough road. But, uh, gosh, one worth taking. Where else are we going to go? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I just encourage everybody who, if you don't knit or crochet and you've never tried it, uh, all you have to do is ask. And um, any one of the 58 million knitters will, uh, will be happy to teach you and show you. And and you never know what you might get out of it. So It's true. So, it's, an, it's an accessible practice. You could go to Joann's or Michael's or Hobby exactly. Lobby or any kind of craft place. And uh, just start looking at the yarn. It sounds like that's what drew you in was the the smell the and the colors. Texture, the colors. I have a big mm-hmm. color texture. Um, I just uh, and my mother knit as as a kid. I would watch her and her sister sit and knit together, and I was fascinated by the clicking of the needles and 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 just that there was a ball of string and then there was a sweater, and it was I, that, that was magic to me. <laughs> so, so I wanted to. I just wanted to learn how to do that. I was a. I just and I finally learned it. My aunt sat me down and taught me, and um, I didn't remember to to do it much, you know, at at eight. But um, but like I said, down the road uh, when I got back to it, it it was a lifesaver. It was it's almost still in there, like, huh? I, yeah. The 
the comfort that I found originally, the minute I held on to those sticks, it was like I had something in my hands that I could be in charge of and I wasn't getting in any trouble. And, um, and that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at with trying to reach the kids who are now in their, you know, devices and, and in their mm-hmm. computer world that there's, I just need them to know there's another tool out there that's a feel good kind of thing to do. If yes. you get bored with what you're doing, try knitting or crocheting. It's really cool. Everybody's doing it. It's so and- true. <laughs> and I just love, I can so relate to everything you're saying because I struggle with some really unhealthy kind of uh, addictive choices. And then I found the mandala and I started painting. And I feel like I traded one addiction for another. But gosh, isn't that creative addiction a better one for you than maybe the alcohol? And and that's exactly what it is. (laughs) A lot of nerds will tell you that that's exactly what it is. We're addicted to the to the motion or the or the you know the the feel good that you get or whatever part of it that you love. There, it's it is it's an addiction. It's okay. I'm I'm willing to admit I'm I'm still an addict, but it's it's but, a healthy addiction. Exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah, as I was talking, the more you to do you it, earlier, the better you get at it. So. It's true. It's true. Just like anything, right? So right. Uh, one of my good friends is Vanna White, and she's an avid crocheter. She has her own yarn line, and she's involved with uh, St. Luke's Children's Hospital, and half of her proceeds go to that. And she was. We were talking about this, you know, because I knew I was interviewing you. And she had just crocheted me this beautiful um, blanket that I meditate with. And she goes, it's sort of like, and I read this in your book, it's sort of like, well, that's the name of your book, Love in Every Stitch. Exactly. Because as I'm creating it for someone, as I was creating this for you, I was thinking of you through the whole time. It's like a meditation. And it really is this energy of love that goes into this thing that you're creating. And it's like, it's such an incredible gift energetically and then they've got this physical tangible um thing that you can wear or hold or sit with and it's it's such a profound it's almost like a soul level gift it is it is and not only for the for the for the receiver of the gift the, the knitter or crocheter themselves so vanna was enjoying every stitch that she was making for you thinking about you but it was also helping her as well mm. so so it's it's a win-win for everybody yeah, it feels wow. like it's the gift that keeps giving in many ways. Yes. So I know there are some other really well-known people that knit. Meryl Streep, Julia Roberts, Dakota Fanning, Ryan Gosling, David Arquette. Yes. <laughs> a lot it's of people cute. really enjoy this process. It is. It's kind of, uh, and it's something you can do. I mean, with painting, I can't do that anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Because this is more accessible. <laughs> when I say knitting to and crocheting to, it's it's um I always include in my talks that it could be sewing or quilting or painting or spinning or it's it's about making something with your hands. So the mm-hmm. the art and the creativeness of of painting is is, is the same. Yeah, it is. But you I can't, can't, do it on can't, you just can't carry yours with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a, little, I'm a little more limited with my creative medium. So right. I love that. You know, I'll see people on planes doing it. I was like, oh, I wish I could paint a mandala or something, but maybe I should take up some crocheting or knitting. <laughs> yes, maybe you should. <laughs> so I found it really interesting, you know, that this really is a therapeutic healing tool. It is, it, it can be therapy. It can, yes. uh, there's studies that support this. Yes, the chemicals that your brain produces are actual chemicals that are feel-good chemicals. And knitting for me is my um, is my anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. I, I knit because 
it helps me calm me and feel better and and I still suffer from some residual you know the chemical imbalances and the knitting just seems to it's what I have to do in order to feel better so come back to center mm-hmm. exactly exactly well, you know, my my radio show is journey to center so yeah, I love supporting people and um with different kind of information and tools to to come back to center to align with our heart to relax into that that soul's connection and I feel like that's what this is for you yeah Yes, so, and we are, we're all pulling together through the center. That's how you start a ball of yarn. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, see? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that would be a chapter title for my next book. <laughs> all right, I love that. That's so cool. I had no but, idea. Uh, you just you just made me, you just reminded me. See the things that we <laughs> Well, that's that what we I say this show is it's about, we all have wisdom, but it's like sometimes we just need to be reminded, hand our mind back to us. It's like, well, I knew that. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, exactly. so that's what we're doing here. So I want to, there's a list of um, some positive um, benefits and experiences we might get from this practice. And I find this so fascinating. Manage panic attacks and anxiety, even asthma, reduce stress block pain, enhance the feeling of belonging, offer purpose and structure, increase self-esteem. Oh gosh, service and giving, that's huge. Um, Anticipation, it creates and rekindles anticipation, excitement, motivation, and confidence. That's a pretty cool list. I I have every single one of those happens to me. Yes. So I, I, and the list goes on. There's, there's just nothing about it that isn't that isn't wonderful. I really hear you. So I want to want to address one of these because I find this to be the case for me as well. What is the value of creating in community? Uh, you mean when when everybody when people sit together and and make things? Yes. Well, uh, two two things come to mind. The first time that I entered a, a Afghan at the county fair, I had just moved here to California, and I didn't feel that I knew anybody or that I belonged anywhere until I went into that pavilion at the fairgrounds and saw all of the beautiful handmade things from everybody in the community. And my Afghan was sitting on a dresser amongst them all in the displays with a blue ribbon on it, and for the first time and since I can remember, I felt that I belonged somewhere and that I wasn't sitting home alone, you know, knitting and crocheting by myself, but that I was part of a bigger community. So that's one, one thing that, that it did for me. But the other is that when you, when you get together in a group, and it goes back to the days of way back when, when women sat together and out of necessity, uh, made things with their hands, but when you sit around in a group and you're all, um, you know, knitting or crocheting, conversation happens. That part of your brain that usually you keep locked down opens up, and you share things with other people that you wouldn't necessarily um, talk about in any other circumstance, other than maybe your therapist. So, so it's up to um, to have conversation with with others and um there's a lot of healing that goes on in in a community setting when you're when you're sitting around and you're helping your the person next to you who needs a little help and then conversations happen and you hear stories and that's how the book sort of came about through 
through group knitting. Yeah, you do so, have some um, great stories in there. Is there um, a story or two in particular that you'd like to share with us? Oh, which one? Um, I have. There's the one story with with Roxanne and her and her cancer. Um, uh, I wanted to stay with somebody long enough um, with some of these groups of kids, but they were transitional to find out if if knitting actually could make a difference in their lives at in on some level, and and. And I have stayed with one friend for probably six or seven years now and watched her go from from just, um, you know, f- fighting cancer and, and her depression and lack of uh, friends and and um, to coming to see me in the yarn shop. And there's, um, I think it's, I can't remember the name of the, the story, but she... She eventually, not only does she beat the cancer, but she finds a part of her creative self that she didn't know she had, and she's amazing and talented, and now we all look up to her and and her skills as, a, as an artist, and the things that she's overcome and done in her life is amazing, so... So I kind of feel like I I had a part in that. Just that I invited her to sit down, and she needed help with her knitting project, and we struck up a conversation. And that's usually what happens if somebody you know comes into the knit shop. And um, and I've watched her blossom through through the through her knitting, and and she's taken it off in a million directions. She spins, she paints, she's. She makes. She paints silk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just amazing. And now she's spinning her own wool and wow. creating uh, just uh, magical things. Yeah, it's so amazing it's, what happens when we open up to our creativity and then support others and opening up to their creativity. I see that with. Uh, I teach mandala painting classes, and it started with me. Somebody teaching me, and I feel like right. it's that rippling out, that paying it forward, and people start to. Um, again, connect with creators, start believing in themselves, seeing themselves from a completely different perspective, right. and it's it is miraculous. Yeah, it's been fun to fun to watch and get to share that because the whole the whole knitting group. We I have an ongoing you know drop in group that meets once a week, and they still um, we all still get to participate in her in her um, you know her healing and creative mm-hmm. stuff. So. It's, it's been great. I wish I could, um, you know, I wish I could be everywhere at once. <laughs> the whole world to knit. <gasps> oh, if I could teach the whole world to knit. That's, that's, that's a different kind of song. I love it, though. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's so sweet. Well, we don't have a lot of time here, but I'm really interested in this. I know you do a lot of volunteering and you work with kids like at-risk um, youth. So what do you find that teenagers get through this process? It doesn't seem like something that, you know, teenage boys would necessarily like groove on, but you say that's not the case. It's, they're actually better. Uh, I think boys have more of a mechanical mind. And in teaching some of these groups, a lot of the boys actually get it quicker. So um, I had one um, uh, um, autistic boy who he, did, he, he didn't knit very well, but he showed up to every group, and he just held on to the ball of yarn and the needles. And he carried them around and joined us in our conversations. 
and a few weeks later there was and there was a story of the, one of the foster teens who was pregnant um a few weeks later he showed up and he had knit her a hat for the baby Aww. i don't know how he learned how to knit either <laughs> he through watching us or, or he tried it on his own but he came up with a a perfectly formed i mean yes it was too big but it was a baby hat for his you know the other um, person living in the home, and and I could, it was uh, he couldn't explain to me how he did it either. So Aww, it was it was and story. so it just is a it's a there's I'm hoping that these teenagers will take away the, the just knowing that there is something else out there to do. When you're when you're not feeling so good, or life is throwing you all kinds of stress and stuff, there's something that you can do to feel better and to just chill out a little. And then and there's a whole bunch of your friends will get together and do it with you. And it's a great way to to pass time. And and the benefit is that you end up feeling better about yourself, and you didn't even know that was going to happen. I know. I, I totally so. can relate to everything that you're saying. So, Lee, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, get a copy of your book, how can they do that? I'm at LeeGantKnits.com, and I think everything that you need to find, you can find there. I actually have a link to all your local bookstores so that you don't have to um, shop exclusively at the places that sell books. I'm, of course, at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble's and, and every, anywhere that has books online, your favorite place should have it there. But you can um, you can contact me directly through my website, and I like to answer questions and talk to people. Mm. So that's where you can find me. And I'm of course I'm on Facebook and have a couple of pages there. And I'm working on a, a book of knitted patterns for girls, young girls, and preteens, actually young juniors. Um, called Dress Me Up. It'll come out in the summer of 2017. You're going international. So I'm working on it. <laughs> You're doing real good, real good. <laughs> I, I just got, I knit so much, I got pretty good at it. So I started uh, writing my own patterns just to make it easier for those to follow the directions. And oh, it just awesome. sort of snowballed Making into... It very accessible. Yeah. Well, Lee, so. thank you so much for your time, your exp- expertise, the energy of your heart, the sweetness of your soul. Just honor oh, to connect you're so with you. Wonderful. Thank you so out. much for having me. Absolutely. And my listeners, thank you for being part of the energy that is Empower Journey to Center. I hope you are centered, aligned with uh, that creative source and having a cosmic love affair. And if you're not, maybe pick up Lee's book, start knitting, start painting, be creative. Just know that you're in our heart and our prayers. God bless you. We love you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.